Welcome to episode two of More Than Just Maps. I am your host, Ollie Powers. This podcast was created with the intent to help anyone in the GIS field get from where they are now to where they want to be, be that your first job, a career move, or just improving your GIS game overall. Today we are continuing our interview with Tim Nolan and diving into the world of Scrum, Agile, Kanban, and most importantly, personal Kanban. Enjoy. All right, and we're here for part two of the podcast with Tim Nolan. Um, so Tim, at the end of the first session, we started talking about Agile. So you are kind of known, you're this big superstar with Kanban and personal Kanban and Agile. So, and you, you do um, webinars promoting this. I was actually in Canada, in Toronto, and your name was brought up multiple times at a conference. You're known everywhere for this stuff. <laughs> Um, so if you can kind of go into how you first got into Agile and, and how you, that transition to Kanban and personal Kanban and, and how you're using that in your work at the county. Um, and I think you even use it in your personal life a little bit. So, and just how that's helping you and how that's organizing everything and how that kind of goes and marries nicely with GIS and makes, goes yeah. perfectly with our jobs. Okay. So my introduction to, introduction to Agile was from my CIO, Karen Skipworth. She, uh, we were buying some software at the state level. So like I said, I, I, you know, at the time I was promoted as applications manager. So we're writing apps now. I have no concept or clue of agile that it even exists. This is 2010 to kind of give it some time frame here. And, uh, okay. So not too long ago, not too long ago, but you know, still 10 years ago, nine years ago, but she goes, you need to look into agile. I'm like, well, what, what's that? You know, so it, it's kind of rare that the, the highest, member of your team tells you, but like I just said, if the highest member of your team tells you to do something, you probably need to go do it. So I started researching what Agile was. And, uh, and I, the, the first thing that I did was uh, I found some meetups. So we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. There's a lot, there's a huge Agile community here. And uh, so there's lots of meetups. So I just started attending these things. And I, I noticed early that I was the only government person there. It's all mostly about business. So there's there became a challenge, not just agile with GIS, but just agile at a local government is still, even to this day, is still kind of new to many. But as I learned more about this and, and the idea, it, I started making connections of like, you know, this isn't unlike my GIS part of my career, where I would sit down with customers and understand, like we were talking about earlier. You know, once we started doing G, once we started doing agile and doing projects with our app dev team, I started to try to introduce this to our GIS team. And everyone's, anytime you change or try something different, everyone's a little suspicious, like, oh, is this the new, you know, the new thing that we're going to try? And, and, you know, like, let's just go through the motions. Let's just do what the boss says, that kind of thing. But I was really trying to pitch this as, I think this can help us. And so a year later, we started doing Agile for GIS. And the first thing I noticed was we had a lot of tasks on the board, you know, on what we needed to get done. And none of those tasks were moving. We had a standup, which means in, and what I heard at every standup was, well, I, I don't have time to get to the stuff that's on the board because I'm working on this. And what I kept trying to, to flesh out and try to get everyone to understand is whatever you're working on should be on the board. So the impression was, well, I've got my job to do. And then I've got this thing that Tim wants us to do. And I, I was, you know, over time, it took a little while, but we began to blend all of the work. So one thing we notice in GIS is the thing about agile first is you get to plan two weeks in advance. 
and then you do all the work within two weeks. That's called a sprint. In our mm -hmm. case, we use Scrum here. Yeah. So I introduced that concept to GIS. Well, and they, they had very good questions. Well, I get calls every day on stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. So you sort of have an idea at the beginning of the year or beginning of the quarter that here's the projects that I hope to work on, uh, knowing that about 40 to 50% of your work is going to be ad hoc, like a phone call of, like I said, I'm in local government, so some elected official needs something for some meeting by tomorrow. We've all been there. Uh, nope. Those happen. <laughs> <laughs> there's a way and, and, and there's a way to, 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 to approach those kind of things. And over time, we figured it out. So we... We learned that, uh, like we have one staffer here uh, who's been here over 20 years, uh, uh, Ramona Luster. She's our uh, uh, GIS coordinator and is in charge of our addressing, rural addressing. She gets phone calls on an address every day. And now that we've been growing, we're over a million in population now. It's overwhelming how many phone calls we're getting on addresses that are people that are moving out into the country. I didn't realize you have to, it was that big out there. Talk, yeah, you have to talk to these people. Right? We got Plano and Frisco and McKinney. I mean, they're very yeah. fast growing cities. That's true. But, but you got to talk to people, right? You, there's no like, here's three questions and answers. So it may take Ramona an hour to get all the information she needs to help us on an address to that person. That's hard to plan for. You know, so we, we learned that agile, right? The term agile really means flexible, is that we know that Ramona is only going to be available part, the, part of the time in this sprint because she's busy doing some of this other stuff. And we just kind of adjusted and figured out a way. Uh, to make this work in, in two-week increments. And we now we love it, right? Now now the GIS team and the app team love it. Well, so how was it, how many times did you, did you have to go through different iterations of it? Um, I know I've worked before at a place where they tried to implement it. And I think we went through several iterations. I don't know if they're still using it or not, but it right. definitely went through multiple ways of trying to make it work. How many, how many times did you guys try to make it work? Okay, so, so part of that is there's a mantra in, in the Agile community, just be better than you were the last time. So if you could just improve a little bit, and so, there, so part of being a, a, an Agile mindset is like a retrospective, right? Now that we've had this sprint or now that we've gone through this iteration, what can we do better next time? And if you're, as long as you're improving, like the first GIS sprint we had, where we got almost nothing done on the sprint, nothing, oh, uh, was that, that we learned that the staff thought that the sprint was for special projects, but my day-to-day -day work was not on the board. And we learned that we need to add all your day-to-day -day stuff as well as the new projects on the board and then you spread them out, right? You can't get all of this done in a sprint, but you, you have to go through a couple of sprints to know your velocity or what you're capable of completing. And uh, so once we started doing that, and so I was about to mention that I have a records team and they started using Kanban. So Kanban's a little bit different. It's not time box like Scrum or Sprints are. It's still under the Agile umbrella. So Agile is kind of a mindset, a way of thinking or approaching problems. Uh, Scrum is an approach, like a process or a, 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 a framework. Uh, Kanban's another. Yes. And Kanban, uh, Kanban itself, uh, it, it allows you to, what you really focus on is, is removing bottlenecks and creating flow. And so and Kanban the, was originated from car factories, correct? So they would absolutely. just kind of go in, put their work in, and then come out the other side. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, okay. it, was, it, it was invented by Toyota, as a matter of okay. fact. And uh, yeah, so the idea was minimize waste. You know, how can we streamline this process? So something that came out of manufacturing became 
part of tech, right? So Kanban, Agile, all those types of things were really, you know, manufacturing methods that we, we applied to development, so, developing software and building applications and things like that. So our records group started using this. And we actually had that, remember I told you I had a, a thought leader or someone I really respected. Well, we invited him out. So he was always interested on like, I cannot believe my government is actually doing agile stuff and loved it. And nice. so they're very proud. And you know, I've, I've talked to some of the groups a little bit and they're really impressed that the government is trying to do their best. Cause there's this notion of government that they're not innovative. My opinion, a whole other, maybe a whole other podcast. <laughs> Innovation starts at government in my opinion, but uh, we asked that person to come and explain Kanban to us. And over the time, I thought, you know, I think GIS would benefit from a Kanban process than they would Scrum, you know, in a, in a time box kind of thing. And uh, so I invited records and I invited GIS. So records is having the same experience. Oh, great. My boss wants me to do something new. Yeah, we'll do it for a couple of weeks. And what I found anything agile, as long as you're able to just go, just try it, do the experiment. I found that they're like, they like it. Oh, this works better for us. You know, I'm trying not to force feed people, but I wanted to kind of discover this on their own. So records really enjoyed Kanban. So I was trying to convince GIS, Brett and his team, you might want to look at Kanban instead of Scrum. And, and, and so here's, here's part of what ad, the agile mindset is. I didn't force Brett, you need to try Kanban now and you need to do that now. Uh, what I did was ask. And Brett's response was, no, we like Scrum. We're going to keep doing it this way. <laughs> and that's fine. Of course. <laughs> and now an agile manager should go very well. I've just offered, you know, here's a, a suggestion and you don't have to, you know, so it's not command and control anymore. You're more of a servant mm -hmm. leader in this case. So I've been doing that for years. And somewhere along the line, I, I stumbled across personal Kanban. So it's more of a, your own, like agile for one, right? Just, yeah. uh, just ways to do things. So I, 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 I you know, to this day, probably for the past four or five years, I've had my personal Kanban board up. And it's just a, basically a visual to-do list. And, uh, you know, and, it, and, it's, and I keep it analog on stickies because I can move stuff around. I don't have to log in. Another cool thing about my work Kanban board, personal Kanban board, is it stays at work. So when I go home, you know, unless I took a picture of it, I, I can't log in and process anything. So I almost have to come come back to work to finish whatever work is on the board. It's also a good, it's a way, it's a visual contract too with your, with your staff and your bosses. Because I'll have my boss walk in here and go, hey Tim, I need you to look at this. And while they're talking to me, I'll have my little, I always have my pen and post-it note on the ready. I'll write down what they asked me to do on a post-it note and I'll put it on my board. And they see me put it on the board. And if it's hot, I'll put it on maybe my doing section. So Kanban, if you simply look at it, to do, doing, and done and or you know options things that i want to do things i need to do and you know so i'll put it depending on how hot it is they'll see but they'll also see the work that i'm doing right now and this this applies to scrum kanban personal kanban because i'm visualizing the work that i'm doing that you can have a conversation about it you know like you know what i'd love to do this project boss but yesterday you asked me to do that and it's already on the board and it's in my doing you know, what do I do, right? They guide you, but you don't have to be mean about it. Like, I don't have time, right? You're giving yeah. me too much work. You can just have a real simple conversation about it. You yep. know, here's my list. And, and often they'll go, oh, finish that. And then do this when you have time. And then now you've planned the work, right? Now it's now it's in my to-do list instead of my doing list. And that's usually how your, your, your to-do, you know, your handwritten to-do list, it works. But the problem with that one is it's linear, right? You write it down in kind of an order 
And sometimes the fourth or fifth thing on your list is the thing that you have to do now instead of the first thing on the list. Yeah, I know that when we first started with it, we we did it wrong the first time we did it. We'd have the kind of wish list items and then what we were actually working on. And of course, everyone's working on seven or eight things at the same time and it it wasn't effective. And we finally realized this is not how this is supposed to work. We have to put everything in this column and only the things we're actually getting done right now is going to go in this column. So so what you experienced was a bottleneck, right? Too many people were working on too much stuff. So you had to work on the flow, right? To get that traffic going a little bit better and never say you're wrong, right? Because you improve, right? And what I told you about agile and the agile mindset is if you're just better the next time than you were the first time. And it sounds like that's exactly what y'all went through, right? Yes. Yeah, it could be a disaster, but as long as the next time is not as bad as a disaster, then that's an improvement. Yeah. And then you just keep working in that direction. And if you keep thinking that way, then you don't think about it as work anymore. It's just the way we do things now. And so uh, so a quick story about personal Kanban <laughs> was uh, I was at I was at the GIS Pro 2018 in uh, Palm Springs, California. It's Eurus's US. Uh, I love that conference. I really do. Another podcast. We'll talk all about that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've I yet to go people. to that. I, I love really the people. I love the energy. There's a youth movement there. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so I get, you know, I, I, there's another thing that I do called lean coffees. Adam Cornell does lean coffees. It's just a really cool way to have a meeting. And so that was my session. And, and we had a good session. Everything was great. Well, Ashley hit one of the, uh, she's one of the uh, a board members for Eurissa, a fantastic person. She goes, Hey Tim, cause I hear you like to talk. We had someone cancel tomorrow and I need somebody to give me, I need 10 minutes of something to, to kind of fill in some of the space. And so I wanted to challenge myself. Yeah, I've got all kinds of PowerPoint stuff I can get, put together. I could talk about Agile as a GIS, but every time I've tried giving an Agile talk at a GIS conference or an IT conference, everybody gives me the same kind of pushback. Well, that works if you have a team of people, you know, and I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want, you know, if you don't have a team, then it doesn't, you know, and they blow it up, they blow me off, right? It just, but personal Kanban became like, well, hey, this is something that everybody can do. Yeah. So I didn't realize what I was kind of stepping into when I, when I did this. <laughs> so I did 10 minutes and it was great. I mean, it was only 10 minutes and, and I got a lot of good feedback, positive feedback. It was a fun little presentation that I gave. It was not designed in any way, right? It was just, I just put up a Kanban board and just pointed at one slide and just talked about that. When I knew I was, when I knew this was something was that was say less on a Thursday. By Monday, people are tweeting to me their photos of their boards that they made the first time immediately when they got in the office. Oh my gosh. Well, this is crazy. You know, and I mean, literally like three people Monday morning sends me, they were, I was in your session, check out my board and they're proud of it. And, and then they're able to talk about it, you know, they're like, and here's what I'm doing, you know, because now they can say everything that they're working on at, at a glance. Think about it like a map, right? Remember when we made maps as GIS people, right? A picture yeah. tells a thousand words. <laughs> you know, when you have all of your work there, then you can, you can make sense of it. You know, it's not in your head anymore. Now it's out there in the wild and you can do more stuff with it. So, so there was a lot of good energy for that first 10 minutes of that presentation, first personal Kanban presentation I ever gave. Since then, I've probably given at least eight presentations in a, in a 12-month period of time on personal Kanban. Just because on personal Kanban. <laughs> it resonated, right? Now I have Agile for One. 
It's not a team. I don't get blown off anymore. I'm like, this helps you. Yes. You can do this right now. And just a little aside, the first time I, I gave a webinar on this was with Toby Soto's, the GIS Peer Success Group. Mm -hmm. And I was the featured speaker on there. And I was putting together a some kind of presentation. I wasn't sure what. And, and a procrastinator, again, sort of ironic that a personal Kanban guy is a procrastinator. But it, it helps me. Um, <laughs> but I... I remember reaching out to uh, Tony Ann Maria, who is the co-author of the Personal Kanban book, the people who created Personal Kanban, or this this, this concept as, as I knew it. Yes. And I, and I was on LinkedIn. I'm like, you know, it's a long shot. Hey, tomorrow I'm doing a presentation. Do you mind if I use your likeness, right, your person, your profile? She just happened to be on and responded back, absolutely. What are you working on? I'm like, hey, I'm doing this webinar tomorrow. It's like, send me the link. Now I'm freaking out, right? Because now the, the person who created Personal Kanban wants to, <laughs> about to watch like, I, you talk about her am i am i doing this right you know now you know it's like <laughs> like a little bit your... of pressure to make it exactly and she was great right we, we couldn't quite figure out the tech to bring her on but she had some very good feedback because she she describes and, and talks about the neuroscience of kanban like it's it you know you hear this all the time about you know social media People love it because they get a dopamine hit every time they get a like or thing, and, and people become addicted to that. Well, Kanban's the same way, right? Every time you mark something off your to-do list, if it's written down, or if you have a personal Kanban board and move it to done, you get that dopamine hit. And you can actually turn that into a habit, right? Where you're just basically high on productivity, right? High on efficiency, yes. <laughs> where you can just keep finishing things and it feels awesome. And she explains, here's what's happening in the brain when this does that. So, she was great. And then we had the Eurissa Texas uh, personal Kanban. That was my yeah. favorite presentation on Kanban I've ever given. Yeah. And you actually because, had Torian on that one. She yeah, was able to present yeah. with you. She, and she was fabulous, you know, and, uh, and we also had Sean uh, from, many, uh, from uh, an Annapolis, uh, Sean Wampler uh, from Annapolis, yeah. who was at, she was present at the 10 minute version of this talk that I gave a year ago. So it was nice to kind of get her perspective as kind of new to Kanban me and then the creator of personal Kanban. So it was a, that was my was, favorite session. And it, it was became an my excellent thing. webinar. I'm so upset. Yeah. We lost the recording. Well, let's, have it, let's do it again. We'll do it again and record it. We no, can do it again. I've got now a lifelong relationship with the personal Kanban folks, Sean, everyone that's been part of the session. Yeah. We had a session in the, the uh, we, uh, GIS pro I did, I pitched, you know, cause I've been kind of refining this uh, personal Kanban talk. At the uh, at the GIS Pro in New Orleans, the GIS Pro 2019 versus GIS Pro there, and yes. my se my session was you know they had me uh, and it was a packed room which I was happy with because uh, I got a big ego I like I like a big audience, <laughs> and we actually did a couple of exercises and one of the exercises kind of asked us to get up and kind of move around, and it got kind of loud, and I think this is why the folks in Toronto were kind of talking about this is it may become part of lore these days but. <laughs> It got so loud that the session next door had to come over and tell us to pipe it down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, so, and that, you know, if you're that's a little bit unheard of at a conference for a oh, session. And, and I wore that like a badge of honor. I'm like, yeah, I was told to shut up. <laughs> you got we rowdy so at, the, at the session. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We got so rowdy. We were told to keep it down. And, uh, and so and, and it, I think it just added to this, like everyone kind of, we were all in it together, right? We all got in trouble. It wasn't just me. Because they were making all the noise. Oh <laughs> so we all got busted. 
And and I think that because, like I said, it, I think it might be part of lore. Like remember that time when the cops had to come and shut us down. the convoy team. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, you know. And that's and that's where and that's where I think this. That? Is. You got an entire room at a conference session, all working together and all participating. That's amazing. Yeah. And laughing. I mean, there's joy in their faces, you know. So it was. So I think, like I said, I think this works because anybody can do it because you, it's you. You know, it's one. You know, it's agile for one, and uh, and I think that uh, it's you know that's what I'm doing these days. So most of the talks I give are not GIS or not IT; they're personal Kanban talks. Yeah. And, so, and do you feel like you have to have the board? I mean, I use not Kanban. I I use Trello and I use Kanban principles to organize my work. Um, I know when I went from the public sector to the private sector, the first thing I noticed was, oh my gosh, my workload just tripled tripled <laughs> and I'm expected to get it done the same amount of time. So I had to use what I had learned in the public sector when I used to work for a city and I had to apply it. Otherwise I was going to drown. So um, do you think it matters if you have that, that physical visual of a board versus just a web page open? That's strictly up to you. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what Tony Ann told me. There's only two rules to personal Kanban. Visualize your work and uh, uh, limit your work in progress like established flow. If you can do that in Trello, fantastic. If you can do that on a, on a physical board, that's fine too. I prefer the physical board because, and I heard her use this term, it's kinetic, right? I'm touching it and I'm moving it. And I think more happens. The, the dopamine hit is bigger <laughs> when I get to touch it and move it myself or mark it off. When you go in to log into Trello or, you know, I mean, if that's I mean, I still I still click yeah. my done button and I still take my card and I move it to my done pile, right? So that's and, and still happening. It, right? yeah. And it feels awesome when you do. It does. So keep keep doing it. Yeah, you know, right. There's like I said, there's no rule that says you have to be post-its or that you have to be Trello. It's just visualize the work and limit your work in progress. If you're doing that electronically, fantastic. If you're doing that analog, you know, old school, that's great too. You know, there's no right or wrong way to do this. Just follow those two rules. Tim Nolan, this has been amazing Uh talking to you. Um, What we did in the first episode and now the second episode here. I really had a great time talking to you. I definitely want to get you on the rest of Texas webinar again to do a round two of personal Kanban. We can save the recording this time. We'll bring the band back together. So much. (laughs) (laughs) No, this has been an absolute pleasure. I mean, I, I, you know, as you can, maybe you can tell, uh, I, I really enjoy talking about this stuff. It's my life. And, uh, and I really, you know, I think for, for new GIS people, and that's what I love about the URSA GIS Pro Conference, is that there's a youth movement there. People are excited about this. And, and for me, an old timer, you know, I, I'm really excited about the next generation. You know, I really feel confident that, uh, that we're all in good hands with this next wave coming through. And, uh, and just to be able to talk about this stuff, Ollie, it's been fantastic. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks, Tim. All right. Have a good day. You too.